Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 16th, 2018. Strong hand. This is where the big boys play. Offended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Deferral of gratification. Don't FOMO on altcoins. Okay, everyone. Remember, check out This Week in Bitcoin on Friday. Bitcoin uh, And Bitcoin Rabbi was on the show on Saturday. But on and you can check out that below too. But on Friday, we had Juan Galt, BTC Benny, and Bitcoin Tina were on the show. You can check it out, disruptmeister.com or techbalt.com. Follow me on Twitter at T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Now, in the comment section yesterday, CP sent left a very nice comment. And I left a reply, and I want to discuss it. I'm excited for all us Bitcoin holders, but I cannot wait to see you living the life post-2020. You deserve great things. And I said, thanks. <laughs> and thanks. That was a very nice thing to say. I won't be close to being satisfied until 210,000 blocks after the December 2017 all-time fiat high. That should be around November of 2021. So, yeah, I, I've always talked about, you know, the earliest I'd ever sell my Bitcoin is any Bitcoin for fiat would be after the 2020 halving. Well, no, I, I can't. I can't say that any longer. I just can't. I can't because I'm not I'm not selling any of my Bitcoin in the year 2020. I'm just not. Uh, I got to I got to wait until 2021. I got to wait until um, 210,000 blocks after after uh, the the previous all time high, I I have to see if this two hundred ten thousand block theory is, is true, and that uh, and who and I and it will be in about it will probably be in November of twenty twenty one, will be two hundred ten thousand blocks after the December twenty seventeen all time high, and if it's worth more, then I am going to be, dude, I'm going to be busting through the roof, uh, now. It, it it is theoretically possible that uh, I guess before then it'll become blatantly obvious that by November of 2021 the price will be higher in terms of fiat than it was in uh, December of 2017. So maybe maybe I'll alter my you know I don't know what would I even want what do I want to buy I, I don't I don't even I, so no uh, again you guys can all make up your own decisions on this. But I, I want to see how this whole 210,000 theory, uh, 210,000 block theory plays out in regard to the, the previous all-time high we experienced in terms of fiat in December of, of, 20, of uh, 2017. And we're not going to know that until November of uh, 2021. So, I mean, some of you might be really, I mean, I, I can't make predictions on what the fiat price is going to be, but some of you might be in situations right after the halving where you're, you're doing really well fiat wise and you're going to sell some. I mean, th th that's your personal business again. But if it's, if it's, if in November of 2021, it's higher than in uh, December of 2017, then, then the pattern continues and it just, 
it'll make my hand even stronger. Like, Ooh, what's it going to be in 2025? <laughs> How many do I really need to sell to live anyway? So, uh, I mean, I'm going to try to hold on as to as much as possible for as long as possible, because I mean, God, I, just, just imagine if it's actually worth like in, in the six digits, uh, at some point in, uh, in 2021, I mean, I'm gonna then. Then you're gonna start thinking. Well, will it, can can it really get to seven digits? Can it get to half a million dollars? <sighs> Who knows? Uh, but anyway, let's take it one day at a time. The future is obviously bright. Uh, value your time in havings, and uh, yeah, I again, I, I for those of you with weekends, though, yeah, your first step should be live past the 2020 halving. Just that should be your first step. Then you can build up to. 210,000 blocks after the previous all-time high. How about that? Pound that like button. But uh, Josh Kohout said, 210,000 strong hand. Appreciate you, Adam. Well, Josh, I, I appreciate the $1.99 in, in support and all the support you've always given me and you know our, our talks over uh, DM on Twitter and everybody out there. It's always, it's always fun to talk to everyone over the internet. And by the way, I went to sleep at about, I think, 2 o'clock last night. And I had to get up at about six today, so I did not, uh, I did not check out my laptop until eight p.m. today. So that was good. I was, I was in the real world. The whole, I checked the price on another computer. I did check the prices sometimes. I admit that, but I really stayed out of crypto most of the day. Uh, but uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, you're not, that it, that won't be happening because uh, Andy Hoffman will be on the show at four fifteen p.m. New York time tomorrow. So uh, tune in then, tune in then. All right. So I, I, I hope uh, I, I made everybody's hand a little stronger talking. You know, I don't like to talk fiat prices at all. You got to value your wealth in Bitcoin. Try to keep on getting more Bitcoin. Uh, and then you'll see what's going on in uh, November of 2021 or July of 2020, whenever you want to decide. But, but again, if it's <laughs> why would you want to get rid of most of I, mean, I would want to hang on to most of it, the the great majority of it. You know, if if I'm comfortable, if I'm comfortable, my family is comfortable, and it, and and we have a new all time high, or if the all time high is definitely surpassed in 20, November 2021, I mean, I'm going to want to keep on rolling the dice. You know, hold not rolling that that's gambling. No, I'm going to keep on hanging on to it because you know what will 2025 bring. Uh, and you, four years can go by so fast. It, I mean, it doesn't feel like 2015 was that long ago. In a certain respect, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. And in other ways, yeah, it, does, it, it feels like it. But it wasn't that long ago. The world has changed a lot since 2015. But, uh, you know, it's, in, in, it's not that long. It's, it's not that long. It's a, deferral gratification, people. Be In this game, you got to be able to, to take take four years easy. You got to be able to hang on to your stash for at least four years. That's what this, I think we're going to learn from this 210,000 block theory. All right. So another announcement besides that, Andy Hoffman going to be on the show on uh, tomorrow at 4.15 PM. Please, please tune. We'll talk some mimble wimble. We'll talk, we'll talk everything. I ask him, you could tell me what to ask him. You can leave, you could tell in the chat tomorrow, you can say things to ask Andy. We'll, we'll, we'll try to address them. But Friday at 2.30 PM, New York time is this week in Bitcoin. It's right before Passover starts. Uh, we're going to have, uh, 
Zach Vole will be on the show. Jeff Vandrew Jr., he's been on the show before. He'll be on the show again. And a new guy, Tony Sanak, will be on the show. I linked to Tony's Twitter below so you can get familiar with him. He does some videos. He, he gives technical uh, advice. Uh, I talked about uh, the Raspberry Pi thing that he did. There was a video about that I linked to the other day. Check him out. He should be a very interesting guest. Friday, This Week in Bitcoin, tune in on this very channel. Um, we do a new show here every day, but this coming Saturday, there will be no show because it will be the second night of Passover, and that is one of the two days of the year I take off. Second uh, second night of Passover and then the second day of, of Rosh Hashanah also, which will be in September or, or October. But uh, yeah, we're, we're getting in a show right before Passover starts on Friday. Moving on. Uh, a, a tweet from yesterday I was thinking about when I was running today. Uh, I'm going to repeat it. It's by Alistair Milne. Should coin founders slash developers slash leaders be afraid of being delisted? Absolutely. And again, for me, this reminded me of the glory of Bitcoin because there is no centralized authority that can speak insanity and get Bitcoin in, into trouble. And uh but it made me think about Fluffy Pony, <laughs> and it, it brought me back to some events. I, I believe in they were either in 2016 or 2017, or maybe one. One was when Fluffy Pony appeared on Tone Base's Crypto Scam Show and just went off on Dash. That that was the Dash guest was Fluffy Pony, and I didn't I didn't think it was that great of an idea, um, because it, I mean it's it. it it, it painted Monero in a certain light. Um, but but worse than that, worse than that was um, when Fluffy Pony said he was going to have a big announcement and then the announcement was just a total joke and the price of Monero had gone up and then it went down. Oh my God, it was... And, and people were really angry. Now again, is this comparable to, to, to what has been going on lately with another altcoin? It, it, it's... It's not on the same level, obviously. It's it's not it's not done out of uh, out of uh, you know someone being a psychopath or a sociopath. Um, Fluffy Pony has a certain personality, but again, he is the uh, he is the face behind Monero. There's no doubt about that. So he he's in fact a weak point in the Monero ecosystem. I mean, he might he might be a great guy or whatever, but when he does things like that. You can get delisted. You can. Who knows what can happen? And Bitcoin does not have that. So I, I just, I was reminded of that when I was running today, and I was thinking about that tweet from yesterday. And again, it's not the same thing that's been going on with the other situation, but it is. It does bring back memories. Um, and there are a lot of, there are a lot of other fluffy ponies out there. There are a lot of other guys behind uh, coins that are associated with coins, and um, they make one mistake. Um, or, or they go insane for a second, it can really uh, cause some problems for, for their altcoins. For their, and and it, it just shows when we're talking about the decentralization of Bitcoin, they all can claim to have a certain level of decentralization, but they cannot claim the same level of decentralization that Bitcoin has because Bitcoin does not have a fluffy pony. Bitcoin does not have a, a, a Satoshi Lite. Uh, my, my buddy, Charlie Lee now, uh, and Charlie's a great guy too, but you know, he, he could make a mistake one day. Uh, I mean, he's, uh, I mean, he's associated with that, uh, 
I don't even know what that thing is called that he tried to that Litecoin tried to partner up with or whatever token pay again. So that can't happen with Bitcoin. That can't happen with Bitcoin. But again, to compare the, the Fluffy Pony and uh, is a total totally different beast than than Charlie Lee. <laughs> Stressing the word beast there. All right, pound that like button. So uh, moving on, Robert Gross left a very interesting comment. And I and do any of have you guys been around long enough to even remember those two situations with Fluffy Pony? I don't think most pe most people in the in the Bitcoin space and the crypto space and the altcoin space they they have no idea what I'm even talking about with that when when Fluffy Pony was on Tone Show talking about Dash or when he made that announcement that wasn't even an announcement that that Monero and Monero went down in 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 terms of fiat and in terms of Bitcoin. I just show. I mean, welcome newbies. It's it, it's always good to get new blood into the space, and I'm glad I have the archives at disruptmeister.com. You can watch the old shows where I talked about these things. Uh, I should I should have found those shows where I talked about uh, about the uh, fluffy pony and his antics. So Robert Gross said uh, this in my comment section, and it's an interesting uh, theory. Just a thought. We got about 10% on Bcash, 2.5% on Bgold, 7% on Brodium or whatever. At the time, Bitcoin inflation was 4%. I wonder what effect airdrops will have going forward as Bitcoin inflation drops, especially as airdrop participation increases. At some point, the dumping of airdrops alone will exceed annual inflation. You would expect Bcash to have consumed all Bitcoin inflation, but not everyone claimed it. Not everybody sold it. In a world where airdrops are a matter of course and there is mass participation from the very start, there is a possibility they could, could, could consume all new Bitcoin supply. Might future airdrops be as impactful or, or more so than halvings? Okay. Now that is you're making a really big assumption there, a very a very big assumption there, that when everybody gets their airdrop coin, whether it be Mimblewimble coin, uh, Brodium or a crypto dividend like Bcash, that they they turn it into Bitcoin, that they turn it into Bitcoin, because not everybody does that, not everybody does that at all. Um, they they might turn it into another altcoin, they might turn it into fiat. So and there, there comes a point with, well, in theory, when people, why people won't give up Bitcoin for these airdrops in theory, they shouldn't. Why would anyone pay for something they get for free? I still, I mean, I haven't said that in a long time. It's, I mean, it's like with people saying to buy steam, why buy it when you get it for free? Why? It, it, it just amazes me. And again, with the Mimble Wimble coin, we're all going to get it for free. And then by fall, people were like, well, how can I buy Mimble Wimble coin? Why, why are you buying it? You could have gotten it for free. <laughs> uh, so your, your theory is very interesting. And so, I mean, people buy, so yeah, people do buy things that they get for free. So in theory, yeah, people will, will keep on buying every single airdrop for, will give people even minute amounts of Bitcoin for these airdrops is still giving away precious Bitcoin for these airdrops. So there's only so much new Bitcoin being produced after the year, uh, after the 2020 halving. Uh, 
should be interesting. It should be interesting if people are still if people are still willing to give up their Bitcoin. Then I mean, and we as holders, if we're still getting our airdrops and our crypto dividends, and we're turning them into, we should be definitely turning them into Bitcoin. We should be definitely turning them into Bitcoin because Bitcoin will be a lot scarcer, and uh, yeah, there, there'll be a lot less new Bitcoin uh, produced. And uh, if the airdrops keep on eating up more and more Bitcoin, that's great. That's great for the people who get them for free. It's not good for the people who are giving up their precious Bitcoin for these airdrops. But hey, people are going to do what they're going to do. But again, your theory, again, some people who get these airdrops will be giving up their um, their crypto dividends for, for fiat, for, for other crypto dividends, for who knows what. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, all right. So in, interesting theory. You guys review it. Tell me what you think. It's, it's below two days ago's videos or just... Play play this at two x again. Play all my shows at two x, but you can review what I just said and, and think about it. All right, Matt O'Dell has a tweet. Upcoming hardware wallet integration for Wasabi Wallet is a really big deal. Will make using Bitcoin privately easier than ever before. Well, it's not. It, it's it's coming up with Open Dime, but apparently they're going to work on it for the the other classic hardware wallets also. So yeah, when it's uh. When uh, there's Trezor integration, or uh, what's what's the other one? The other ones I have, uh, uh, Bitbox and uh, Ledger. When 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 that's when those are integrated into it, and I actually have a, I have an Open Dime too. Um, yeah, but but that that but when it's when it's when it's integrated with the other ones, yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to try out this Wasabi bot. Maybe I have no excuse now because I've got the. Uh, the open dime also to play around with that I should, but yeah, the Wasabi wallet apparently privatizes everything for you or, or sort of does. And uh, Matt O'Dell often talks about it. And if it's integrated with your hardware wallet, then well, that's a, that's a, you know, I, I encourage everyone to keep their, uh, their, their Bitcoin on a hardware wallets. So why not, why not see what this is all about when the integration integration comes to your hardware wallet, or maybe I, I should at least, uh, play around a little bit in the future all right so that that's good that uh that that integration is being worked upon something else that i i saw mentioned in a couple places the from the amazon of japan it's called a uh, rakuten is like the amazon.com of japan uh here it is what's it say here japan rakuten bank now allows millions of customers to buy crypto Okay, it's not exactly the case. Apparently, well, first of all, Rakuten is like Amazon, but you can you can open an account there, and eventually they're going to have an exchange. They're going to have a cryptocurrency exchange through this company, and in June, apparently, um, it, its customers will be able to buy crypto. I think now you can set up your account. Hey, this is this is good stuff, though. Okay, imagine if Amazon.com opened up an exchange, a crypto exchange. That would be great. That would be great. So, again, I still think uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is centered around the United States. I know a lot is going on in Japan, uh, so it would be great if J Japan really surpassed the United States in uh, crypto adoption and crypto usage. I mean, I've heard a lot of good stuff. And this is some good stuff too, but again, it's just I've traveled around a lot, and it, it and then I see some of these numbers on exchanges 
the real exchanges are all seem to be U.S. regulated or U.S. based. So, hey, but good luck. That that is news. That is positive news. It's just a matter of time before uh, you know. One day, some somebody like Amazon in the United States will open an exchange, and that'll be big. Big. That'll be great. That'll be great. So if if it's really this big in Japan, if it's if Rakuten is really the Amazon of Japan, and they really get rolling with this, then great. Um, finally, I learned about something called Lightning Scratch Card. LightningScratchCard.io. I link to it below. It says, enter Lightning Scratch Card. Uh, content writers write an article and publish it. It starts as totally hidden. Users can contribute tiny amounts to scratch some letters. Once a letter is scratched, it is revealed to everybody. Money goes to content writer. Write, write, write content. Get paid in Bitcoin. Readers can contribute as little as one Satoshi to reveal one letter. And again, the money goes to the content writer. And uh, if you go to the site, uh, they have some posts there. So this is a very interesting use case uh, of the Lightning Network, okay? You, you write an article. It's totally hidden. And people pay Satoshis to reveal different parts of the article. Now, we've seen this done with pictures before. But now we're seeing it done with articles. So, and maybe this can get a little bit more complex. Um, I, I see this as the base layer of something big, um, and it, it seems it seems it seems like a very simple concept, but a good concept in a way for for all. So right now, if you're writing articles, go over there, post your article over there, see what happens. Maybe someone will start paying satoshis to reveal parts of your articles. Uh, and and I, I guess the idea is, is that. A few people will play some Satoshis here, there, and then eventually someone will find it and say like, oh, wow, this seems like a really interesting article. I got to pay for the whole thing. I'm going to pay for the whole thing now, and the whole thing will re be revealed. So it's an interesting concept. The guy is in motion. Very good dude. He's a French guy who lives in um, Southeast Asia somewhere. I forgot now. I don't want to – maybe Thailand. Uh, but uh, check, it, check it out below. Lightningscratchcard.io. It's linked to below. Be in motion, people. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back pretty soon, 4.15 p.m. New York time. Uh, click on those squares to see the old shows that I recently did. And I will say hi to everybody in the chat. Bye-bye.